0: Bare Naked Ladies for you.
1: I have set aside everything I love. I have saved everything else for you. I cannot decide what this doubt's made of. Though I've thought over it through. In a book, in a box, high up. included it because I had been listening I don't know why I've been listening to a lot of Very Naked Ladies and I was looking them up for something and I was hoping because at the time I had a lot of like Japanese and Korean music so I was trying to mix up like other things into it you know what I mean and then I happened to look them up and it said oh they're Canadian and I'm like that's international (laughs) technically (laughs) Um, and I just was listening to that song a lot I like it because it's just very like I think it's a I think a lot of songs that talk about anxiety tend to either, like, romanticize it or be like, I'm pushing through it, though. And this is just very, like, this is how I am. I'm very closed off at the moment. I don't like it either, but I just, I like that. I appreciate that a little bit. Yeah,
0: I thought that this was, like, a pleasant song, um, Mm -hmm. too, where it's, a lot of songs about anxiety are either, like, they're usually manic to some extent, even if it's not a song that's like an angry punk song. It's still a lot uh, are very like over dramatic, and this is very like chill and mellow.
1: Yeah, it's almost it's almost like very sweet mm. sounding in a way in a way. Like you can just kind of have it playing in the background. I like it a lot. But.
0: Yeah. Pulling up the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Instead, I pulled up the lyrics to "One Week" um, <laughs> because I'm a little upset that this song isn't "One Week." <laughs> I love "One Week," but you want to. It's been one,
1: Week. but you say that you want to hear every song. And I was like, maybe he definitely knows "One Week." That's true. <laughs>
0: um, no, I like. Uh, I I ended up thinking uh, the the one thing from "One Week" I always think of is. Do you remember there was a phase when like the big internet meme was to do weird things with songs? Yeah. Where it would be like there were a bunch for All-Star, obviously, by yeah. Smash Mouth. Uh where it would be like uh All-Star, but every time he says a word it gets faster or yeah. something um i always remember there was one that was one week but every word is it's been <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's really funny <laughs> I'm just like imagining it
0: but then like you listen to it and you're like this is so why
1: <laughs> it's funny for like five seconds
0: well like the, those sort of things like they really kind of like ruin the internet for me. <laughs> this is when I realized I'm like we shouldn't be having all these things <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't
1: know <laughs> no I love that stuff I love did you ever watch those like history of the world history of Japan videos no those oh wait.
0: Ones. No. It's
1: they're so funny. <laughs> I,
0: like I thought of uh, the end of the world video. Oh, that was no. like a what was the like an e-bomb's world thing? Like that was like a pre-Youtube viral video. Oh, going back. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta
1: it's so it's very funny. They're funny, but they're also like very informative videos. But there is one but that was like I just remember seeing one of those where it's like every time this happens, it gets faster. And those I do find very funny. But I like,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just because I hate happiness. <laughs> I like, like I watched like a handful of those, and I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I don't know. I hate, I hate memes. I hate the internet. I hate. I don't know. I hate people that think memes are funny. <laughs> that's a joke. Um, How
1: could you? I'm leaving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, being on dating apps and stuff now, though, like I do see people that are like, you love memes as much as I do. And I'm like, I'm "Like, uh, that's you know, not a personality trait. That, that's
1: the line. <laughs> like, some
0: people are just memes. I'm like, D- uh, what? <laughs> um, but let's keep on rolling and uh, <clears throat> let's keep rolling along.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got it.
0: I was trying to like Cough it out As I was saying it Because I
1: wasn't Looking at you I was looking down At my screen I'm like Did he just vomit
0: (laughs) Um, Let's keep on Rolling along To my next pick Speaking of memes Is Dragosti Dinte By Ozone also known as the Numa Numa song. chi da I love I să Oh un Picasso și un
1: beat Ci sono voi nic ma se sti
0: Like this song. It's a good song. Well, that's yeah. why I included it. It's, it's a good song. It's fun. <laughs> um, you know, we. The, I I don't even know if the numa numa guy was a pre YouTube video, but that felt like one of the first big viral YouTube right. videos. I um, think
1: this was one of those first big like songs that became like just a meme you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah yeah. which makes me because i like i genuinely like this song so whenever right. i listen to it i feel like the worst because i'm like i just listen to memes <laughs> <laughs> but it's a ton of fun But yeah
0: but uh, like I, granted i don't know when this came out i don't know a whole lot about the song outside of the meme but like it's one of those things that like now that's exactly how songs get popular i know where like remember when like the mannequin challenge was a thing
1: yeah like
0: bad and bougie was only i don't even know if it was bad and bougie i think it, it was black beetles it was black Beatles. okay mm-hmm. Th- those were like the two songs that basically got big off of memes yeah and then like you know people were like you know and like that's just the way things go now yeah, even like <laughs> Even
1: if it's not the song, like Despacito, despacito yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even the song, it was just people saying Alexa play despacito. I heard a oh, lot. Oh, I don't even remember that. Uh, I kept hearing people say that in my life. Like <laughs> it's kinda like, Oh, that's so sad, Alexa play Despacito.
0: I, I've seen I've seen people use that for like other songs too. Like mm-hmm. I I saw like someone like post like Alexa play runaway or Alexa oh, yeah. play Truth Hurts.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's it's almost like There has to be kind of a funny element for songs to get popular now. You know what I mean? Not funny element, but, like, the culture around it. Well, yeah,
0: if you could attach it to, like, a meme. Mm -hmm. um, Which, like, one of those things that, like, artists really do try to do... I remember... What was the stupid video? I can't remember the song, but, like, Paul McCartney tried to do something like that when he had his new album Mm -hmm. coming out. And he was like, oh, do the the whatever challenge. And it's just Paul McCartney, like dancing to his own song. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's not even like an interesting, it's just him being like, (laughs) (laughs) so like it, but like, it's such a necessary part of marketing now that like, you need to have some sort of viral element. Like, uh, Drake had the uh, In My Feelings Challenge, which, like, mm-hmm. he didn't orchestrate. And, like, I feel like that's part of how a song has to get big.
1: Yeah. I wonder if it's just because there's just, like, so much music. And if you're not a person who's, like, searching for songs, you know? It's yeah. just, like, what you happen to see. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, Numa Numa. Numa did Luffy that Numa. and like also Rihanna like basically sampled it where in one she- of her songs I I forget what it's called but like it, it she basically just like nicked the vocal melody mm. and like put her own lyrics but like you know it's the my he my, you know she did that oh I know it's, exactly what song I you're forget yeah. It's not like one of her big ones, no, but like yeah. it, it was. She did it at like the VMAs one year.
1: Yeah, I cannot. I just cannot place it. Like I know exactly what you're talking about now, but man, It's just because whenever I listen to the song though, it's very grouped into like. It always makes me think of like what's that Cascada song? Like every time we touch, every time we touch, it's yeah. like that group of songs where it's like I think everybody loves them, but they're a little bit like a joke a little bit. Uh, I. If,
0: I don't know. Yeah, like not,
1: not a joke. That's not the best way to say it. But like, cause I love that song every time we touch, but it's also like,
0: well, it's not, it was really popular in like 2006 mm-hmm. and like now just no one talks about it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but I don't know. I like, I had like a month in college that like me and my friends, we would just get wasted and put on <laughs> every time we touch all the time. Cause like great song. It's a great song. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of, like, one of those things, like, um, did, uh, when we talked about this, I sent you 100 GACs, did you listen to them?
1: I did, but it's been, I don't, I did mm. listen to them, but I, and I remember sa- texting you about the music, something about the music video being, like, what am I looking at? Oh, but right. I, I don't remember. And I was,
0: like, I don't watch music
1: videos, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, like, I do <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember listening to it, but I don't remember it.
0: Um. But, like, they kind of do that same sort of thing to some extent, just fused with other stuff and a lot noisier. But, like, they get comparisons to, like, Broken Side, who, mm. like, like New York Times compared them to Broken Side and, like, don't love Broken Side, but, like, it's, like, it, it's hard to not see the comparison because, um, yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got like an, uh, a message about like a comedy club. You're good. Uh, so, uh, um, but yeah, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is a big question mark.
1: A bit, oh, on how to say it?
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: Wait. Oh, oh uh, I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I actually. Hotaru no Hikari, I think. By? Ikimono Gakari
0: it There we go. Yeah. <laughs> first time I didn't introduce a song on this <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm breaking multiple records today. First
0: related person, first introducer. <laughs> um tell me a little bit about this. Um this one I also wrote anime.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's all it's super embarrassing because it's Naruto. And I love I just have always loved the song. I heard it even before, but like I think. It's kind of intense but it's also just very pretty sounding to me. I don't know how else to describe it. You know what I mean? It's just very like I like how there seems to be like not like chimes in the back. I like the violin effects and yeah, then yeah, I like yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. Uh it- yeah, this this was another one that, like, kind of felt like a Guitar Hero type game. Like, yeah. this I could almost see, like, playing, like, some sort of, like, weird, like, arcade game. And, like, this is, like, the music to it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind of, whenever I listen to it, it could be, like, I always feel like I could play, like, Tetris. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, a very yeah. high speed, but not too difficult game. Yeah. But, um... I just, I just, I love how I kind of, I love violin effects (laughs) in I just love when violin comes into things. I'm like, yes.
0: Synthesized violin. (laughs) Both.
1: (laughs) But yeah, um, I don't know. I just have always very much liked the song. Um, I'm not sure what else to say.
0: (laughs) It sounded like you had another thought, but uh, let's keep rolling along into your next pick. Which is leaving of Liverpool by the High Kings. Says landing stage, River Mersey, fare thee well. I am bound for California. It's a place that
1: I know right well. So well, my own true
0: love, and when I return, unite. Um, tell me a little bit about this song.
1: Um, so leaving a Liverpool, it's like folksy song. It's I don't think it's an Irish folk song, but it kind of tends to like come up for like bands who do Irish folk yeah. a lot. Um, I just like it. It's very like it's. Sad but very sweet, like the guys like leaving the woman he loves. I and I just like I like how kind of like the chorus just kind of sounds very cheerful. It's a big like sing along song. I feel like yeah, um, that's what I like about it. Um, I think the middle verse is very funny. Like I like how the whole song's very sad, and in the middle he's just like, "Yeah, I'm going on this boat. I know the captain. Don't worry about me." It's like kind of like a stalling for time before leaving I'm kind gonna- of thing. <laughs>
0: I'm looking that up right now (laughs) because, oh, wow. This is a, I didn't realize that this is just a folk song. Yeah. (laughs) Because like, because when I typed it into Genius, like the other songs that came up are like the Pogues and like, Mm -hmm. yeah. This
1: is one of those, like, I'm probably all those bands have like covered it at some point too. Kind of like the High Kings. I listen to them a lot just because they tend, they have their own music too.
0: Right. But, but they, they do tend mostly to do covers. covers. Yeah. Which is fair. Um, you know, I'm trying to pull up that middle verse. Um, oh, I've sailed with Burgess once before. That and one. I think I know him well. Yeah. I mean It's just it's
1: like <laughs> a weird kind of transition because the rest of it's like, I'm leaving you, I'm so sad. In the middle he's like, Yeah, I know the captain. We're gonna <laughs> sail.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Just like, all right. <laughs> um, Yeah, I I thought that this was cool. I think that it's like, uh, you know... I, I think that it's strange that for me, it's kind of weird to hear like English or Irish songs where they talk about like going to California. Cause yeah. I, it, that's like super far away. <laughs> yeah. Granted, I'm sure I was lots think, of Irish too.
1: I thought about that a lot. I'm like, that's a very long distance. Cause I always think like Ellis Island
0: and that's yeah. it. But, <laughs> and especially like with this sort of thing where like, Granted, I don't know the history of the song. You know, it could be a song from, you know, turn of the century, but it could also have been written in the 80s. Yeah, literally. Um, But like, you know, having, uh, you know, having the thought of like, okay, I'm going to sail across the ocean and then go to Ellis Island and then I'm going to have to get from New York to California.
1: (laughs) That's just like, I think about how quick travel is now. And yeah. Whereas before if you got it on a boat, you're like, All right, maybe goodbye forever, everyone. Yeah. I'll see you later.
0: <laughs> and then like two weeks later you're at your destination. Yeah. <laughs> um where now it's like, eh, you might have to take a connecting flight, but you'll be there in like And it makes me so angry hours. when I have to take a connecting flight. Uh, it's the worst. <laughs> Sometimes it's it's not so bad. I don't know. I had when I flew back from Switzerland this summer, <laughs> I had a layover in uh, London, Mm. and like, it it was only like an hour, so I was like, okay, this isn't that bad, Mm -hmm. and like, I found where I needed to go, and then like, I think I just didn't find the airport bar, and granted, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, so (laughs) I probably shouldn't have been drinking, (laughs) but like, I was like, all right, well, I could go, and I could like, have a drink at the airport bar, and then like, I just didn't, (laughs) and I was like, this sucks.
1: I've only... Because I haven't flown all that much. So the only time I remember having like a real like connecting flight, we ended up getting stuck in the airport for like a day. Because um. I was coming back for like nationals for cheer. And we were supposed to like land, maybe wait like an hour and get on. And then we also had like school. You know, you only get, they only allow you so much time off for like sports. Right. And then like there was a huge snowstorm. And it was just, like, we'd been tired. We'd been competing, like, for whatever time. Like, it was, I think we ended up being, I don't remember how long, but it was just very frustrating. So now I'm, like, I hate planes. I never want to have to be on a connecting flight ever again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I used to really hate flying, and I still don't like it Mm because it's just kind of a pain in the ass. Mm. But, like, uh, now I'm, like, I'm kind of used to it a little bit more, but also like flying itself sucks. And like, I need to make enough money in my life so that I can only fly first class, <laughs> but it, it sucks. I don't get anxious anymore, which is nice.
1: I don't get anxious anymore, but in the back of my mind, I'm always like, cause I never get up for anything on planes. Okay. Like I won't go talk to like, if I'm like, so like, it's like teammates. I won't go like get up and talk to a teammate. I avoid going to the bathroom as much as possible. Cause I'm like, this shouldn't be possible and it's fine if I stay exactly where I am but if I move I create like another variable
0: that's a, that's a whole different type of anxiety <laughs>
1: yeah, I know I just feel like I'll cause something
0: like I I do that if I'm like in a middle seat cause like you don't want to be the person that's like hey can you like get up especially mm-hmm. like if it's an overnight flight mm-hmm. um cause like uh, I don't know always try to sleep on the plane but then like Sometimes you just can't because, like, you're in those shitty, uncomfortable seats. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I try to just, like, get drunk before I get <laughs> on and then sleep through it.
1: I watch whatever movies. I once watched, like, many... So when I went to China, the flight was very long, and I watched, like, a bunch of the Fast and Furious movies. I ended up, like, crying on the plane <laughs> at one of them. But, yeah.
0: Well, that's, like, an air pressure thing where, like, you're more determined to cry. Is that real? Yeah, like really? something like that. I think I read that somewhere.
1: That's so funny.
0: And I then, watched Bohemian Rhapsody on a flight and I hated it. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't like that movie.
1: I've only seen like scenes. I've never like... Because I'm, I'm also like not good at watching movies all the way yeah. through. But I've only ever heard good things. It's so funny.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. <laughs> 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 it, 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 it's just like... It's every biopic cliche gotcha and like that's kind of it and it's like not totally accurate to like freddie mercury's life and like it was originally going to be like a gritty honest look at his life but really it wasn't
1: oh gotcha <laughs> so oh,
0: man. sasha Cohen almost played freddie mercury and uh borat
1: I, is he the same guy that did Allie something in the yep. house Allie G Alley G in the house oh my god I can only ever think of that
0: movie <laughs> um, but yeah let's keep on rolling along into my next pick which is Earl Conig by Franz Schubert <laughs> um <laughs> this is really scraping cuz i put a classical song in <laughs>
1: i thought it was really
0: cool uh, it is it is i i do genu- i wouldn't have included it if i didn't genuinely enjoy it <laughs> it was very eerie and like it's dark and i think dark. earl yeah. Koenig is like death i could be wrong
1: i so i i I kind of looked up the lyrics for everything, so again, I'm like, so again I, but <laughs> I think it's based on a poem, and it yes. sounds like so like the kid it's like death, but it's like a supernatural being of yeah, death
0: the the Earl King,
1: yeah, and so it's like the dad trying to get the kid home and the kid seeing all the things, and I don't know, it was very upsetting, <laughs> but like well done,
0: um, no, give me one second, uh. Da-da-da. I'm still doing the pod. Cool, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, on Genius it says Elf King, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it, this is basically a metal song. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know, like uh, kind of everything about it, but like it's not like a. You know, it's very—I don't know—yeah, like goth and dark, and like it kind of has like an Edgar Allan Poe type feel. It's
1: very story-ish, like it's yeah. very like a story song, and like yeah.
0: And then even I'm not totally sure which version you listen to, or if I'd given you a specific one. Um, I I listened to
1: Fran Schubert it, it <coughs> Franz Schubert and D. 238 is what you sent me, I think. Um, I'm not sure if that means anything. <laughs> I just don't
0: put that into um, you. Well, I'm like, all right, I have to specify exactly <laughs> what. But uh, the version that I've been listening to for reference is Matthias Gurna and Andreas Heifle. Mm. Um, which, like, for that, uh, you know, it, uh, he... He has a very like deep, powerful voice, mm-hmm. um, and I remember I found this song because uh, we studied it in a music theory class that I took, mm-hmm. um, and like my teacher was like. Uh, you know super into it and like he was like this big intimidating like nice guy very nice guy yeah. but like had this very like booming voice and like he's reading us the lyrics and he's like das and <laughs> like dr banks you scare me <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it, it's super cool and like i don't know i i gotta be true to myself and lean into the goth stuff you gotta yeah But yeah, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is Come to Me by 17.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I like this one a lot when I first heard it by them because I think it is like a departure from so they kind of tended to do more like I don't know if I'm using it right, but more poppy EDM kind of stuff and I liked how mellow this one is right and like I think if I looked it up right the song's kind of about like saying to a person like a person that's always been there for you like I can be I want to be that person for you too like you've done so much for me like let me be there for you and I just I like the sound of it like I just feel like in a brighter mood I guess when I listen to it
0: you know that's fair I like yeah I realized as I w- oh we skipped uh, we'll do it uh, but uh we uh, I I realized writing looking at my notes that I just don't know how to write about international music because I just wrote cool, cool. <laughs> which like short but, and sweet but yeah it's kind of like it, this is kind of like another similar to the first uh, song where this Sounds like it could have been on the radio, mm-hmm. like like American radio. It sounds very similar to like what's the song by Justin Bieber that of uh, is it What do you mean?
1: Oh, that
0: it, it reminded me of that a I, lot. That's I a, think
1: that's like a really good point. I didn't think about that, but they do have like a very similar like air about them. Yeah, I yeah,
0: yeah. I dug it. But uh, let's go into your next pick, which was the hardest thing to find, uh, oh, which yeah. is Chang Nian Ai.
1: Chang Nian Ai. <laughs> 分了属于你的远离
0: that's the artist's name or the song or that's the
1: song name i actually couldn't <laughs> find the artist name i love this song but i don't know the artist name because so you know but like so i've like taken chinese for a few years right and my chinese teacher my senior year every once in a while just kind of make it fun would do vocabulary lessons just based on like songs like instead right. of just like a unit on something and this was from basically like it's basically, like, the voice, except instead That's of That's kind of,
0: like, what it seemed like. Yeah, yeah,
1: but it's, like, people bringing in songs that they wrote instead of just, like, singing a song and then, like, learning to write songs. And I just, like, I thought this one sounded, like, so, like, pretty. I like the kind of Beijing opera influences in it, you know?
0: Yeah, I wrote that it kind of has, like, Julian Baker vibes. I'm not sure it's, Julian Baker is. Uh, She's a singer-songwriter. Gotcha. Um, just because this is... Much more like singer songwritery. Mm-hmm, um, sure. But yeah. Um,
1: I had to flex with my Chinese. I, I was like, I need to
0: put one in. Well, I do have a, a critique oh, of sure. this, which, like, there's like a weird, like, breakdown
1: ish <laughs> section <Yeah. laughs> where it goes <laughs> like full peaking opera, that part. Kinda, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what that is. That always I was like, me what up? is <laughs> Cause like I was digging it and then I was just like, what is going on?
1: So that's what like traditional, like Beijing opera kind of more sounds like. Okay. It's like, cause you know how she kind of starts to go into those really high notes throughout it. Yeah. But then, so that's like when she like goes fully into it and like, it's very jarring cause it's very different. But at the same time, like, it's always really funny to me because, like, I remember being in the class and all of us, like, trying to hit the high notes right. together. Impossible. So, but.
0: for me, I was like, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. <laughs> what the fuck is She's this? She's
1: suddenly, like, rapping. <laughs> like, no, it's really, uh, but, no, I totally understand. <laughs> that part's weird. <laughs> Not weird. I shouldn't say weird, but, like, thrown off.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's jarring. Jarring. And unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is De Mysterious Dom Santanas. That sounds right. Uh, by Mayhem. <laughs> Get some Norwegian black metal in. Mm-hmm. Um, I love black metal. Um, <laughs> what, what was your reaction to this?
1: So I looked. So I looked it up. I put it into YouTube. I see the cover art, and it looked like very black metal classic. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. And I clicked it,
0: and I. <laughs> and then I knew I didn't. <laughs> and this. I
1: knew I. So my first thought: This is gonna sound like strange, but have you seen? The Scooby-Doo movie where he goes on to, like, vampire rock? Yes. It, uh
0: Yes. It yes. made
1: me think of that, and I have no idea. I'm not sure
0: why. I don't remember it that well, so I...
1: <laughs> I don't... Honestly, I don't either. I just remember the vampire. and But I think... I just have, like... You guys have always listened to the, like, scream Not scream-out, but, like, the screaming I think I'm really the only
0: person, like, I, in, like...
1: John would listen to it a lot growing up, too, though. Like, I, I think a lot of my music tastes have been, like, influenced by you right. guys. Because there is such an age difference, so I'd be listening to, like, kiddie music, but then also, like, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's Well, so, like, John never... Uh, he would listen to some stuff with, like, screaming, but not, like... Not like this. Right. Where, like, he'd listen to, like, Ramstein or, like, uh, you know, like, Metallica or something. Where, like, there is, like grit and screams in the vocals, but, like, this is, like, yeah. screaming, screaming.
1: I definitely, like, I appreciate the grit of it, and I did, you know what I mean? But I also, like, I just don't know when I listen to it. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, on the train, and, like, I'm just like, but it's good. It is good. I do appreciate, like, yeah. the level of it, you
0: know? Yeah. I, I also like going back and listening to this, because I don't listen to Mayhem as much anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, like, part of part of the appeal of Mayhem is sort of, like, the controversy that surrounded them, where, like, mm-hmm. um, and I hope that I'm not mixing them up with another uh, black metal band, but basically you know, they were like one of the black metal bands that were involved in like church burnings in Norway and like, uh, and also like what had happened too was the lead singer of the band shot himself. And then when the bassist came home and found him, Mm -hmm. he was like, This is so cool. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then they made a necklace out of pieces of his skull and allegedly made a stew with pieces of his brain. Uh, (laughs) You're just, like, throwing a whole lot at
1: me right now.
0: But then the bassist shot the guitarist. Oh. And uh, did 25 years in jail, and now he's a YouTuber.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's really kind um, of... Cool. Like, yeah. not funny, but, like, absurd.
0: <laughs> um, do you know the podcast, the um, last podcast on the left? Yes. They did, like, a three-part series on black metal, um, and it's, like, it's a fun listen. <laughs>
1: I've <laughs> just started listening to them. I should listen to that. It,
0: it's, a, it's a good it's a good one. And, but, like, you know, one of the... That's that's the only reason I know that the guitarist was, like, cool. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, I guess that's... allegedly... <laughs> he like said to one of the other members of the band, like, Oh, you have to see what Varg did. It's so cool.
1: <laughs> that's absurd.
0: <laughs> it is. The
1: whole thing is just like, I can't even believe that's real.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but like they like, uh, uh, I don't know. The black metal so interesting too, because like, there's like, uh, there's like all the Satan stuff and they're not like Satanists. Yeah. The way that, other people are Satanists. <laughs> <Other> people? <laughs> you know, well, because, like, uh, most people that are Satanists identify as Levain Satanists, mm-hmm. which is basically just, like, atheism with, like, some ritual, but also, like, the idea that, like, <coughs> you're, you know, you're making a mockery of organized religion.
1: A friend of mine said something to me about how, like, They're like, yeah, Satanism, the way I've seen it, is basically being an atheist, but also being a theater kid. Like, you like to do the ritual stuff of it a little bit. I shouldn't, that sounds like I'm making fun of it to be like, but also a theater kid. uh, uh, Like, liking the pageantry a little bit. I follow
0: the Church of Satan on Twitter um, Mm -hmm. because, of course, I do. (laughs) And, like, basically, they come and, like, they just make fun of people all the time. So, like, some people have been like, it's just funny atheism. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh but so there's that, but like black metal guys in Norway at this time were like theistic like, Satanists. Yeah. So like they were praying to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know, which is funny too, like to some <laughs> extent. Um but also like there's a lot of like controversy in black metal where like a lot of people in black metal bands also have, like, Nazi ideals, which uh oh. not super cool. Yeah. Uh, but now black metal has kind of become a little bit more, like, art rock, where, like, there are bands like Death Heaven um, who, like, make, like, really kind of, like, beautiful, like, sweeping death uh, black metal or, like, a band like Bull of Apis, Bull of Bronze that also do, like really intense, brutal black metal, but also, like, it's kind of, like, excuse me, more, like, orchestral, and you can listen to it more like a composition rather than, like, being, like, okay, cool, gonna listen to this and burn down a fucking church, (laughs) you know? Um, Or I think the other one that I like recently is called An Isolated Mind, which Mm. is also cool. I could be getting that one wrong. Um, But, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so had to get some black metal. <laughs> um <laughs> let's keep on rolling along into your next pick which is I'm on my way by the Proclaimers. I'm on my way from misery to happiness to see. Aha 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 I'm on my way from misery to happiness World. and years from now, you'll make it to the next world, and everything, if you receive up your 500 miles. Not 500 miles.
1: <laughs> well, I think everybody likes the Proclaimers. Everyone likes 500 miles.
0: Yeah. I didn't even realize that this, I, I knew this song, but I didn't realize it was the Proclaimers.
1: I, yeah, I didn't either because I always knew it because it was in Shrek. I
0: was going to say, <laughs> that's in my notes. It wasn't this in Shrek. <laughs>
1: um, and I think I like it a lot. I always find it to be a good mood booster. I think it's, also very sweet how it's kind of like thanking somebody for like everything they've done for them in a way. I just, I like it a lot. I always feel like I'm in a good mood.
0: I I also wrote that this is kind of like a driving song, but like kind of like, you know, when you're just like driving through a town with the window down and like, you got your hand out the window and you're like patting on the side of the, for sure. (laughs) So yeah, it's cool. Um,
1: I always get like a little skip in my step. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I listen to songs, it like affects the way I walk and I think I was listening to this one day and it was like in high school, one of my coaches was like driving to the practice and I was walking and she saw me kind of like marching my way to practice. (laughs) She's like, what is she doing?
0: (laughs) See, for me, I just always get super intense because I'm either listening to gangster rap (laughs) or black metal. (laughs) So, um, But yeah, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. (laughs)
1: De la noche, la diosa de vudú. Yo no podré salvarme. Podrá salvarte tú. La tela de la araña, la uña del dragón. Te lleva a los infiernos. Ella es tu adicción.
0: Realized I didn't mention this in the text, but I meant to write the Spanish version. I assume. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this again, kind of scraping the. <laughs> love this song. It's great. Like, I
1: think this should be top of the barrel. I think this is the funniest because you. Sorry, I think this is just like such a fun song. I think everybody.
0: I it think. it is, and like this is like, I can remember like the first songs I ever like liked, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. And like, this is one of them. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember really enjoying this and being like, oh cool, this is really like cool music. And <laughs> like, you know, it's it, it still bops. Yeah, it's for sure. It's still very cool.
1: I think it's like the definition of a bop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wasn't this also in Shrek?
0: Um, yes, it was in Shrek 2, I want to say.
1: I think Shrek 2 had a lot of like Good, a lot of music like that, so I feel like that would make the most sense.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember
1: because I know I Need a Hero was in Shrek 2.
0: I Need a Hero was in Shrek 2. Um, Hallelujah was in Shrek 2. Was uh, it in Shrek 2? I
1: thought that was Shrek 1.
0: Hmm, I don't know. Changes by David Bowie mm-hmm. is in Shrek 2. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of Shrek, jan- uh, track, uh did really well with their music. I uh, saw
1: a thing that was like, I think when Uptown Funk first came out, and it was like, you know, if there's a Shrek movie coming out this year, Uptown Funk would be in that's it. true. Because that's the kind of vibe they went... We've been talking about Shrek for a while. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> no, yeah, Shrek, like, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Shrek 2 really does, like, have, like, the great soundtrack. I also feel oh, yeah. like Shrek 1 kind of ruined All Star. Damn. Um, okay. And I actually like All Star a little bit. I, I do too. Uh, you know, I hate it now because there was like six months that, that was like the funny thing. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, it, it's a good song that just kind of like got ruined and is now only associated with. <laughs>
1: That happens a lot with Smash Mouth, I feel like. Even like. It's just
0: that song.
1: Well, I feel like even. This might just be me, but like anytime I find a Smash Mouth song, it's like associated with something kind of ridiculous. Well, because they are kind of
0: ridiculous to some extent. Rude. Where like. I. uh, I remember like when Prince died or something like they posted on Instagram like oh we're so shocked and sorry about the loss of Prince but also like smacked the Smash Mouth logo like <laughs> next to a picture of Prince. Oh my god <laughs> not tasteful
1: uh, on they, Smash It Mouth's wasn't
0: part. um but I don't know there was also like did you see the video this was like maybe five years ago now when um, Smash Mouth played like an outdoor festival and like people kept throwing bread at them. I
1: remember you telling me about it when it first (laughs) happened.
0: Oh, it's so great.
1: I bring that up. Anytime someone talks about Smash Mouth, I'm like, did you hear about when they got like loaves of bread thrown at them? (laughs) So
0: so, yeah, it's it's very funny. They also like... uh, they they also have a good sense of humor about all the memes and stuff. Oh yeah, which like they were like, "This is our living." Yeah. <laughs> um
1: Did you ever watch as a kid Hot Wheels World Race no. that cartoon? They did the <laughs> theme song, <laughs> which, like, again, like, how I think absurd. you're the
0: only person that's ever uh, watched that.
1: Me and John, I guess, <laughs> it's <laughs> his fault. <laughs> but um, I I just. I find them very funny as a band because like anytime I hear a song about them they're associated with something ridiculous like Hot yeah. Wheels
0: <laughs> well most most music kind of is to be, to, you know Fair. like we we never really talk about how music in and of itself is a strange thing <laughs> so that was deep yeah, yeah well it is, yeah. it is you know to some extent like it doesn't really serve any purpose mm-hmm. and like people love it and enjoy it but like there's no practical use for it that's and true. I've uh, I'm on the I don't know. I had a girl on a dating app call me an artist the other day because I do stand up comedy and like I'm like I also watched Dan Soder's special where he said I'm not an artist. I'm a mall clown. <laughs> so I go through the big art is
1: meaningless.
0: <laughs> so I <don't> know. anyway, let's <laughs> keep on going on the meaningless part. <laughs> Go to your next pick, which is absolutely smitten by Dodie.
1: She knows this feeling all too well. She feels her heart begin to swell. Handsome stranger, you have made her inside turn to jelly.
0: Dodi. I think Dodie. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about this.
1: I just thought this song was so cute. I think that's why I like it so much. I yeah. know Dodie's one of those musicians that I think is very, like,
0: internet famous. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could, I've heard of her, and I think I'd heard this song, but, like, don't really know much else about her.
1: She's very, like, I think she kind of, I don't know, because I don't listen to a ton of her. I have friends who, like, absolutely love her music, but I think she's got that very, like... I don't know how to describe it other than, like, it's very, like, ukulele kind yeah. of pop.
0: Um, do you know Julia Nunes?
1: It sounds very familiar to me.
0: Um, this, she does very similar stuff where, like, Julia Noons now, I think, tries to do more, like, standard, like, singer songwriter type stuff. But her big break came from doing, like, ukulele covers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... She she had to lean into that when she started putting out original music where she was like yeah I pretty much have to do everything on a ukulele yeah <laughs> um,
1: I just think I think that's like such a funny thing how like it almost feels like there's two music industries a little bit there's like that YouTube music industry um, and then like it's just like or maybe that's the feeling I get looking at it but I feel like. Dodie's like huge, but you'd also never hear her on the radio.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, hmm, that's interesting. I, to some extent, you're kind of right, but Mm -hmm. also like. Dead wrong. But (laughs) also, well, also just because, like, I feel like a lot of people like now that the internet is so, like, <laughs> present in everyone's lives mm-hmm. that, like, it, it, it's hard to not know certain... Uh, like, like mm-hmm. talking earlier about, like, memes and stuff and going viral. Um, so, like, there's stuff like that. But also, like, I don't know. I also end up thinking, like... I interviewed uh, Dan Campbell uh, last year and he said like yeah the internet has leveled the playing field but like I went to like an open mic to like debut a song because I talk about open mics on my album mm-hmm. and like I went and I told the promoter of the open mic like yeah I'm in this band we tour, whatever and he's like basically when people find out I'm in a band they ask well what radio station do they play you on and I'm like N- none really but like sometimes one in Philadelphia <sighs> and then it's like like how many Grammys do you have? And then he's like, "No Grammys, you don't matter."
1: <laughs> oh my, yeah, that's a good point.
0: So like, I don't know, but like, funny enough, with like the, do you know Poppy?
1: I do know Poppy. Poppy um, freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, she did freak me out, but her new album is amazing. Um, is it? It's so it's a metal record.
1: <laughs> I heard it came out, and I wouldn't go near it. it, um,
0: it <laughs> I I really enjoy it. Um, but so like someone like her is like a YouTube personality, mm-hmm. and like, but now she's like getting written up in Pitchfork because like she has like these weird, you know. Heavy metal collaborations now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no. but yeah, Doty. Um, I also wrote that this would be in an indie movie.
1: It definitely yeah.
0: would. This is like a like a Michael Sarah like oh, rom com yeah. type thing.
1: That's like from what I know of Doty. That's kind of like the general vibe. It's like very indie rom com. Yeah. Um, even she has like some songs. I don't know if have you ever heard her song Arms Unfolding. No, that one sounds a lot more to me like a poem set to music a little bit because okay. it's just her, and that's like a little more like sadder, but it still has that like very indie, like very rom com, not like rom comy, but it's just it's all very romantic music. Right. I think you know. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I get that. Yeah. Um, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is "English Curse" by Frank Turner. Many years back, when these old oaks were young. Not long after the Northmen had come, a low and evil deed was done In the dark of the New Forest, in the dark of the New Forest From the shores of Normandy, King William came To Albion Fair, King Harold to slay With greed in his heart and a scurrilous claim He took the land for his own, he took the land for his own now John was a blacksmith, an honest
1: old man. He raised up his children and he worked with his hands and his family's forge in a patch of land in the dark of the new forest.
0: In the dark of the new forest. King William rode out after his victory to ravage. Mm. Um, this was the point when I decided, okay, I could put songs that are in English on, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went for the most English English folk music Frank Turner song I could find. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Not only English, everything about it is really,
0: English. Well, yeah, Frank Turner really like had a period that he kind of leaned into the fact that he's like, I'm English, I'm English, I'm English. <laughs> Um, this album's called England Keep My Bones. So like, uh, but yeah, so I like this one. I also like feel like it's, it, I don't know, it's kind of like Frank Turner writing his own folk song. Yeah. So like, it's not like, a I don't know, it's one of those things where like he talks about like these like legendary like English characters like King William and, uh, you know, King Harold and whatever you know, mainly just kings. Yeah, <laughs> so. I even
1: like looked up to see if it was like because just the sound of it, it sounds like such an old folk song yeah. a little bit. So I'm like, oh, is this a cover? But it is just, which like, that's cool. It's something I think cool to accomplish. I feel like that's probably harder than I th- you'd think it is to pull off a little bit, like that sound.
0: Well, yeah, because you don't. It's one of those things like. This isn't the best comparison, but I remember once when I was in high school I was in a Shakespeare play and like forgot one of my lines like in the middle of it. And, like that's hard to improvise something where yeah. like if you're in like, you know, our town you might be able to like kind of make something. Yeah, just like riff or say whatever. But like if you're doing like Romeo and Juliet you can't just be like, "So like, what's up?" <laughs> Where, like, so, like, I feel like Frank Turner, like, doing this sort of thing. You know, you don't think about the fact that, like, with folk songs that are just kind of, like, traditional songs, you know, someone had to write them at some point. Yeah. You know, so. That's
1: crazy to think about, actually.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Frank Turner just kind of did this on his own. So, yeah. Good for Frank Turner. Yeah. Uh, But let's keep on rolling along into your next pick and your last pick and my last uh which is hit, hit by 17
1: hit, 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 hit now hit 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 now hit 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 hit, hit now yes <astics tune> <It's> so crazy <sniffs> <sighs> don't make <meet suspans> you the <no> junior <moil> if you can see now you get Wow, 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 wow. wow, wow, wow.
0: Which you did tell me to watch the music video for. Yeah, or and like I did. When you did <laughs> or, you or you didn't? I did, I did.
1: Well, because I wanted to like... Because I was going through and then I felt like the two I picked didn't like show off. I think that was like... I don't know how to say it, but like the image you get when you think of K-pop, like the crazy music videos and the big right. dance thing. So it's like, wait, I want him to see this one because this one's great. And this is one of their newer Which ones. I'm glad
0: that you told me to watch. Otherwise, I wouldn't have watched. Oh,
1: for But like, <laughs> I just think because for this band, there's like 13 of them, which right. is like an absurd number of people. So I think it's almost like, not like it's funny, but
0: it's really cool. It's a missed cool. opportunity where they could have had 17.
1: I think they all. Oh, they think they used to, and a few guys left. Not left, but like, I they were in like training with them, and then they like didn't make it to the debut.
0: Okay, yeah. that's weird. Yeah,
1: or the, but um, it'd be funny if there were seventeen of them. But I just love like. Because the effects, I guess, they can do with their dance choreography is pretty crazy.
0: The choreography. So, like, of all the 17 songs, this was actually the one that I liked the least. Yeah. Um, But, like, uh, the choreography is cool. And, like, I you know, where, like... I might not totally get the appeal of K-pop like on such a huge level, mm-hmm. like as is watching them perform is something that I'm like, Oh, that is super cool.
1: Cause I actually like did not like this song for a very long time and I never, but th- when I watched it with the choreography, I liked it then.
0: Well, yeah, know? that's yeah. one of those things where like sometimes, sometimes songs do need visuals. Yeah. Um, I, I also, I always think of, uh, Childish Gambino's This Is America Yeah Where like Great video But the song Doesn't stand on its own
1: Yeah It's almost like You know You know When you get like a song From a show Or from a movie And like you like it Because of the context You heard it yeah, in yeah, But it's yeah. not the same On its own I th- It's kind of like that A little yeah. bit Yeah And then Sorry, you're like repeating. <laughs> Here's another example.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's what I, <laughs> it's all freewheeling conversation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if I've anything. This like remind so like funny enough of all the other songs where I said like, oh, this could have been on the radio now. This sounded the most like like a '90s boy band type yeah. song. Like this felt more like a Backstreet Boys type thing.
1: Definitely for sure. That's Yeah too Um, and a lot of i think a lot of their like full group songs are like that they're funny because there's so many of them that like some songs are broken up into smaller groups right and when they're all together they get more of that like loud like boy band feeling but yeah
0: one of the things that kind of so like that is interesting that like they get broken up into smaller groups and stuff which Mm -hmm. like kind of makes sense to some Mm -hmm. extent but, like, that's one of those things I end up thinking about. Like, if you're in a band with 13 people, like, even, like, I I assume that, like, a lot of, like, the big K-pop groups are kind of, like, manufactured. Yeah. Um, Sort of in the way that, like, One Direction was or, like, you know, like, NSYNC was.
1: Yeah, I was watching, like, a thing, you know, like, Explained on Netflix? Yes. They did a thing on K-pop, and they're, like, it's kind of, like, pushed a little more, but it's, like, they refer they like refer to to it as, like, kind of, like, the Motown style of, like, kind of finding people and bringing them together, right. which I don't know a ton about Motown, but, I like... I don't
0: really either.
1: But. It's, like, but the way it's kind of, like, they all audition for certain companies, and then they kind of piece together who goes together and, like, make a band and see if that works.
0: Right. Yeah. Which, like, makes sense as, like, a business model. I feel like it doesn't granted I I don't know the way K-pop works or like the history of it. Mm-hmm. But like I end up thinking like something like like InSync. Yeah like InSync was a manufactured boy band, right. made good stuff. I think that those guys were friends because like mm-hmm. if you're living basically with five people for you know, like, 10 months out of the year and then, like, working on music together and stuff, like, you're going to create a bond. I feel like with 13 people, it doesn't necessarily work the same way.
1: It's so funny, because, like, so they were all, like, put together, the only, there are two of the guys that had known each other before, because they were put in another band together, and then that band, like, didn't succeed. So the company was like, we're going to hold on to you guys, though, and, like, put you in a different group. But... I think the thing about them is that a lot of groups kind of don't make their own. The way the impression I've gotten is that they're not really, not that they're not making their own music, but it's very like they are kind of more performers in a way. Right. And I think Seventeen is pretty much like all very self-produced. Like, and it was like this one guy, and then it's grown more throughout, but like it's the band members making the music and then a producer kind of okaying things, you know? Whereas like other groups, I think it's like
0: they have like songwriters, yeah, right. Okay,
1: I think I could be wrong, but that's always like the impression I've gotten from like the general scape of Mm K-pop.
0: That like kind of makes a little bit more. It's still like something that's like strange for me, and also like I do wonder like what's the legacy that K-pop artists end up having like. I'm sure K-pop has existed for years and it's just kind of now having its big moment, Mm -hmm. you know, with worldwide appeal. But like is there a Justin Timberlake of K-pop? Or are in twenty years are BTS going to go on an arena tour a la the Backstreet Boys, where like Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily like huge and popular, but they're more like you know, a nostalgia
1: Yeah, I wonder. That's a good question. Because there are definitely those, like, because I think it's become so big so recently that, like, there's people that, like, I kind of feel like, I'm like, I know, like, let's say there's this guy, Eric Nam, and he's actually, like, from the U S like went to Boston, like went to BC. Right. And he's someone who's just like a very, like he's an individual artist. He's never been with a group. And he like, I'm in my mind, I'm like, he could be like that one, like, Oh, he's like a standout guy maybe. But like, it's just so early on. Kind right. Kind of, you know? Yeah.
0: So. Cause you know, boy bands and girl groups and things like that have existed for years. Um, there's going to be an episode of this podcast where I do boy bands and girl groups.
1: That'll be a fun one. Um,
0: but, like, yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, where do the... Where will this be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I'm very curious to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, they in Korea, you have to serve time in the military, right? Yeah. Because I I watched, like, a news story about BTS, and they said, like, yeah, they're huge. But also in Korea, they have to serve in the military for, like, five years or something. Mm -hmm. So, like, band's going to have to break up to some extent.
1: I wonder about that, because, like, I just haven't seen it happen to any bands yet, but I've heard of it. Well, because there's also, like, I think there's training and then they're serving your time and I think sometimes they've broken it up I think right? but I don't know that's a whole other aspect yeah. that I'm like wow <laughs> it's,
0: it's interesting <laughs> but, uh, let's bring this on home with my last pick which is very different yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love is Political by Birds and Roe <laughs> So like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, I like I said, I like French music and this is a French hardcore band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, what did you think of this?
1: I I did like it. I didn't realize it was French somehow. I didn't
0: realize- R- Yeah. Um I probably wouldn't have known that they were French if I hadn't like dug deeper into them. Because mm-hmm. like this band is very 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 interesting like the opposite of like the K-pop stuff where, like, you know all the members, you know everything about them, Mm. they don't perform under their names. They only use letters to identify themselves.
1: That's probably smart, though. Like, keep your private life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. One of the guys has, like, a solo project that, like, (laughs) toured (laughs) with the band, so, like, that's his... Like, one of the guys in the band is Q, and then his solo project is, like, Quentin, whatever. So, like... You know one of the guys' names is Quentin. (laughs) Um, And, like, they give interviews and stuff. But, like, even, like, I saw these guys out in Brooklyn, uh, like, a year ago or so. And, like, they perform, like, super, like they turn the lights way down and like, they're almost in shadow while performing and like, grant this is like a DIY. Like I
1: that's kind of cool though. It, I like it, the anonymous anonymousness of it.
0: So. It, mm-hmm. it is. And like, I dig that, but like, yeah. And then they have all these like very political, like straightforward songs and like, I like this one because y- you listen to a lot of hardcore songs and they're pissed off and angry about the government and stuff. And, like, this is the same thing, but instead of being like, let's go throw bricks through a Starbucks, it's we all need to love each other.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I like that. I looked up the lyrics, too, and I thought that was, like, very... I don't know how to say it. Like, not... I was surprised, but, like, kind of pleasantly so. It was, like, an interesting... Because I'm used to, like, when you think, like, DIY punk, that more, like, like you said, yeah. no breakthroughs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like I like that a lot. I like the sentiment, I guess. And then, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like this song particularly, I feel like a lot... It, part of the reason why I bought this shirt is because it says love is political, even though it's all black and yeah. <laughs> hard to read. But, like, it's, you know, I think that, like the past, you know, really, like, 10 years or so, there's been a lot of talk about who can love who, and, like, love has become political. Yeah. It's,
1: I feel like there's almost, like, a double meaning where it's, like, love is political in that sense, but it's also, like, empowering in a way. Like, you can, like, if you're like loving, using loving each other can, like, bring power, I guess. if that's, Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, like,
0: no, yeah. I I think so. You know, it's better to be together than not. Exactly. And like I don't know. I have like I read this newsletter called Welcome to Hell World um, and it's like all like the shitty things that happen in the world and like you know you read it and you just get angry and depressed because like it's like okay here's people that are dying because they can't get health care. These are people that are you know being brutalized by police and then these are like you know, the people that are, you know, all sorts of things like corporations firing people. Um, but then, you know, you kind of realize at the end, like, OK, now I need something.
1: positive Yeah.
0: <laughs> so like that's kind of like what this is. And like it kind of like, you know, love songs aren't cool <laughs> by nature. <laughs> like I don't know, they're, they're very, you know, they're they're vulnerable and they're awesome. But like, You know, you don't necessarily think, like, uh, you know.
1: You don't feel badass listening to a love song. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah.
0: But then, you know, you get this one where he screams, love is defiance, defiance is necessary, love is disobedience, love is political, and you're like, okay, cool, fuck Mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and also, like, I don't know, I like the album cover to this a lot, and,
1: like... I actually didn't see the album cover on this uh, one.
0: I can... Turn it around. It's, like, simple. Um,
1: Oh, I do like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, the album title is also cool. It's We Already Lost the World, Uh, which is a little more pessimistic. Yeah. (laughs) Like still very cool and like I don't know I like that band a lot um, they like commented on one of my Instagram posts Ooh, so um,
1: making it big time
0: <laughs> you know maybe they'll comment on this one yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah alright uh, I think that's everything do you have any honorable mentions you wanted to throw at uh, out there
1: no None. I guess not <laughs> sorry I don't know Oh, Um, like song-wise? Songs or... Oh.
0: Yeah. You did mention that you cut a bunch of K-pop songs. I just...
1: Because my thing is that, like, I listen to a lot of songs. I don't follow a lot of bands, so I had a lot of very
0: scattered. Right.
1: Um... I don't know.
0: I will say ABBA, Ace of Bass, (laughs) (laughs) U2.
1: ABBA again, and I'm (laughs) also very sorry to Nina again.
0: (laughs) Apologies canceled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think I'm all. I think I'm all good on the honorable mentions. All right, cool.
0: Uh, Carrie, thanks for doing this, guys. Again, uh, this will actually this will probably get posted after the show has, or maybe it won't. I don't know. If it hasn't happened already, get tickets to my show at White Plains Comedy Club either February seventh or February eighth. It's already <laughs> happened. Uh, there will probably be another one.
1: Oh, <laughs> we saw you there.
0: <laughs> um, and yeah, I'll jam out with you next time. Bye.